sky so high, nearly reached the sky. Then, like my dreams, they fade and die. Fortune's always hiding. <laughs> out All right. Well, hello, Mel. Hello, Neil. And we have a very special guest, Amanda. Say hi, Amanda. Hi. Hello. And so Amanda is one of our, our countable listeners. listeners. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also Amanda and I went to middle school and high school together. Yes, indeed. And really haven't had, I mean, much pretty much no contact. So you know how they say, you know, sometimes they have like uh, charities or programs and they go, if we can help just one kid, <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. I think like mm -hmm. if we just, just connecting with Amanda is worth it, is worth Aww, doing. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? I mean, so sweet. we're shooting, you know, for maybe for more than that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but if all we ever accomplished is that we got in touch with Amanda again okay. and that you met Amanda, I know. I, agree. I think the podcast has been worth it already. There you go. For real. For real. Yeah. For real. It's very nice. Yeah, it's good. And no, it gives yeah. and it and it gives us great joy to know that you listen to it. Right. So no well, I love listening to it. I look forward to it every week and I laugh along with you and at you a little Neil along with Mel. And <laughs> And it's, it's so much, it's just so much fun. And it's been fun hearing you at, you know, 30, almost 31 years, I guess, later, 30 years later. Yeah. So years. I, so I, I've been told that, um, I've been told that like my laugh is exactly the same as it might've been in high school or middle school. Does it, does that ring I think a bell? Your whole voice is exactly the same. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Just yeah. much grayer and more beardier probably yeah. and more balder. Oh, yes. Yeah. All of that's true, but you still look like you. Good. Very good. Well, there and you go. still look like you. Well, anyway, <laughs> it is such an honor to have you on. Mm -hmm. And uh, we look forward to having fun today. And this, and you, Mark, our first guest that's not our son, David. There you go. Yeah. Um, Great. And also our first guest that's not sitting in, in the same room as us. Right. Yes. So we're using right. Zoom technology. If anyone's ever heard of it, it's amazing. Okay. <laughs> Um, so, uh, well, so we just played the theme song before we started, uh, this session, Amanda, and we heard it together all get in the mood and you were, I mean, so your thoughts on the 1918, 1919, everyone's blowing bubbles song. I really love it. And I love that. It's not just like all you expect it to be all happy and fluffy. And then she talks about how just like bubbles, her dreams fade and die. <laughs> right? Which is funny enough because you're not expecting it, but then when I'm listening to your podcast, hearing the two of you laugh behind right. the soundtrack makes it even better. Yes, Melanie. Yeah. Melanie's laugh. Melanie has. Um, remember the movie War Games where you learn about like DefCon Five. Yeah. Def <laughs> Melanie has. There's, there's a titter and there's sort of DefCon One laugh, and then there's only a DefCon Five laugh. There's no. There's no, no in between. There's no, she goes right to full scale thermonuclear war. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I think that's the laugh we get in that theme song. Um, so uh, yeah, and if you ever since since you, you know since you have a lot of cred with us now since you're our first remote guest, if you ever find a better song from 1918. 
I I will keep my eyes out, but I don't know that there could possibly be a better song. Yes, ever. I don't I don't think so. It's so good. Yes, we're you know I we agree. want to stay away from the copyright laws. Right. So, yeah, I gotcha. They're really after us, Amanda. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, I do have one update from uh, another accountable uh, listener. Mm -hmm. So we talked last time about Bitcoin. Oh yeah. And did you hear this conversation? I did hear that conversation. I found that really fascinating. Oh. That there and wasn't then, like a save, like you didn't have a double yeah. authentication where it would email another email. Yes. So you could say it was really me and those are my many millions of dollars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Because my password today is oh, I forgot my password. I just clicked right. the I forgot my password. First thing. of all, he is the most he has the most <laughs> ridiculous passwords. Every time the boys are just like, oh God, dad's passwords. I mean, they're they're phrases usually about they're something cuckoo. going on. Yeah. He's very good at that. No, and then when I have to share it like with my 17-year-old son, I feel embarrassed. Even though it's not like an embarrassing thing, but it's usually something I'm like, I want to be reminded of. Like I've been playing a lot of tennis still these days. Great. And it might be something like follow through on your serve. <laughs> <laughs> like seven, nine dash pound or something like that. And then he's like, What he what is it? I need to get on your computer. I'm like, follow through on your serve. <laughs> He's like you are such a dork. dork. All right, such a dork. <laughs> so, but it's easy to remember. Then he remembers it. So, right. Um, but anyway, the follow up uh, from uh, one of our accountable uh, listeners, and actually, uh, she sent me. Let me bring this up here. But basically, there's a guy in Britain who's one of these Bitcoin mm -hmm. people. One of these people that can't find his Bitcoin password. I, I remember the whole thing actually, yeah. and it doesn't really matter what town he's in. But he's in a small town in Britain where they have a landfill. And apparently this Bitcoin thing has something to do with the hard drive, like the physical hard drive. You need to have it and then you get into that and somehow, like I don't fully understand it, but there's a physical thing and then you need to know the password to get in there. And he thinks his hard drive is in this landfill from like 12 years ago. And he's convinced of it. And he's trying to convince the city council of this small town to allow a full dredging project because he has $240 million oh, of Bitcoin apparently oh. in there. And so he is has offered oh. them 25% of that, which is plenty. Yeah. Um, and they're they're not going for it. And so my and so he's he and of course, you know, he could fail, mm -hmm. but he's basically it's sort of like uh, you know, if successful, I'll give you 25% of it. And so he has to he's trying to convince them to do it. So I don't know, thoughts on that? Ooh, if they have trash from tw tw from 12 years ago, first of all, like, well, one, that, two, the weather. I mean, can that hard drive withstand all the crap and all would, the weather? I would, I would guess not. The, I don't know. The, either the freezing or the rain or the, I, I don't know. Right. I don't know. And it like, right, wouldn't that depend almost on where in the landfill it was? Because yeah. it was in the center, yeah. maybe it was protected by all the other garbage, but if it was exactly. on the edges. Right. Also, if it's, not like how much does a project like that cost right so right. if he's not successful the city can't undertake that kind of risk yeah right i mean i would be willing to give the city 180 million dollars or i'd say i mean right. I, what's he got to lose <laughs> right i mean like it's a gamble i'll tell you what i'll give you 90 percent of it i mean like it's a gamble for if sure. they're willing to do it i don't mm -hmm. know it's not gonna happen but anyway she shared that and i thought yeah. that's it's just how desperate people are getting it but the main guy we mentioned last week is kind of he he found a way to let go right and he just he just has the stuff in storage or in a safe somewhere and he's waiting to see if years from now there's just some 
easy way to do it. Like some, right. some company comes out with something where they go, we'll help you do it and no problem. I when just you think he, he should go under hypnosis. I oh, just, that's a good idea. Yeah, I just think hypnosis, especially the year that he bought the Bitcoin and uh, made the password. Usually there's things that you're like, oh yeah, there was a, you know, a, that time period I was always doing this password or that time I was period. always trying to improve my serve. Yes, yes exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh my so gosh. I think hypnosis. I, I think that's a really good idea. When you mm -hmm. say it's a separate hard drive, Neil, do you mean like, so similar, to, so there, this double authentication thing used to require actually a separate, it was called a fob almost, mm -hmm. and it had like floating numbers on it. I think and I need my password plus the numbers from that thing. It's almost like the, the network that has Bitcoin on it is just everywhere. And it's just kind of like, like you don't, when you're, when you're saving it somehow, it's not like up on the web somewhere in some database. It's, it's actually like on this and on that and on that and on that. It's, I mean, again, that's like layman's terms, but so somehow the physical disc or something mm -hmm. that this is on, it may be something like you're talking about, he thinks is in this landfill and without that piece, he, it doesn't matter if he, it doesn't matter if he's sure that it's follow through my serve seven, eight, nine pound. It doesn't matter until he has that thing. So that is crazy. poor guy. I know. How devastating. I know. You'd almost wish that it wasn't worth that much. <laughs> well, I mean, I think when you guys were talking about it and Mel basically said, yeah, no, love you so much, but that would be a deal breaker if you lost yeah, the yeah, password yeah. to that kind of money, right? It, it's yeah. just, it's a hard thing to let go of because yeah. we, we do always need or believe we need more and more money right and yeah. if you thought you had that much money right yes you really believed you had that much money you might be living in a very different way right exactly. although my mother always told me and she still tells me that expenses always rise to meet increased income right <laughs> she just yes. she goes you'll never she goes i don't care how much you ever have you'll never feel like you have enough so if I had, like, so, like if you think that way, if you think that so way. So we had $200 million. <laughs> you think we'd be okay? <laughs> I have a feeling, I can't imagine buying a castle or a remote island. Oh, oh the remote island actually, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. $200 million. Yeah, actually, I, I could. I don't know, you say would, that though, but if you had it, you might be like, well, maybe we should buy an island. I know, I would buy an island, <laughs> absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. Go just a castle too much to clean and dust yeah. right and well, cold yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love the practical side that always comes out yeah oh yeah the sweeping um, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't even try my kitchen i gotta do the whole turret oh, and then, yeah, <laughs> forget it. Like, just forget it already with the turret oh my god i can't i don't know the kitchen itself has a nice sandy floor right now yes clean that. right yes. that's already right. too much that's already too much for me sweeping increases I can't do it. yes can't do it well all right if it's okay and and amanda i know that you have some ideas of topics and i definitely want to get to one of them because i think we that's can really or whatever what whatever we get to is your great. first ever topic given from afar so mm -hmm. it'd be very exciting mm -hmm. um however um i have a letter from dear abby or to dear abby or oh, two Abby. 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 And one today struck me as one that I think the three of us might have something to say. Um, so Wait. here we go. Dear Abby, our 21 year old daughter has been home since March when the pandemic began. She has always been a homebody. 
our house is small and my wife and I no longer can be alone or be physically intimate because our daughter prevents it. <laughs> if we hug for an extended period of time, she will make a comment. If we wanna watch a movie, she wants to hang out and we can't watch it without her. My wife and I need privacy and we need our adult daughter to cut the cord. Wow. Our marriage really evolved and we grew even closer when the kid, he put quote unquote, moved out for college. So apparently this daughter went to college or was away at college before all this. Now we can't escape her. <laughs> I miss my wife and our alone time. What should we do? Frustrated in the East. Oof. Amanda, initial thoughts? As you oh, wow. Well, so right, it's COVID. Let's imagine she's 21. So maybe she was away at college and then the dorms shut down and whatever. So she's back, right? Mm -hmm. You cannot expect a 21-year-old college kid to pay for their own apartment. Right. But I think you could probably lay some ground rules. Now, in the East makes me, of course, I'm in the East right now in the Northeast. Mm -hmm. um, this morning I was in Vermont and it was um, two degrees. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that wouldn't be a time and it warmed up to 16. It wouldn't, you know, that wouldn't be a time where you could necessarily say, go take a walk. I oh, want to learn right. with mom. How awkward right. though. Right. <laughs> go take you, a walk. I want right. to be alone with mom for a little while. But even just to have a private conversation, I'm picturing them living in a one or two bedroom apartment. Maybe you just don't yeah. know where the, you know, you, you can't necessarily have a private conversation. Um, yeah. the idea that even if they're cuddling on the couch, the 21 year old is commenting that oh, I find strange. Yeah, I that, find that pretty, that sort pretty of points odd. to a little bit of a little strangeness to me. Is, I agree. Yeah. That's a little strange for sure. Melly. Yeah. What do you think? No, I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's time to, it's time to kick her out. But what does that look like though? Now, uh, either the parents move, <laughs> the parents move in the middle of the night and just leave her. <laughs> <laughs> and leave a note saying good goodbye good luck we'll see you at christmas yes or uh i don't yeah no it's time to go it's time to go so yes it's I, time to go i i i can feel all this comments. she needs a friend now where were her friends like where what is this girl i mean she i don't just... know but 21 can be not so old especially these days, like in terms of maturity or in terms of ready to do right. it. Right. And if she's like, super, let's say she's super afraid of COVID. So she doesn't want to meet up with friends. Again, in the East, it might be super cold. Right. So it's harder. Um, but I, I do think there have to be ways she where- She needs a job too. She needs to get a job. I mean, my kids have a job. Our kids have a job. Yeah. I mean, I know it's COVID, but I mean- And that does get them out of the house. They are working. <laughs> I mean, so, they're working and going to school. I mean, they need, yeah, she needs a job. So let me ask I, you this. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say like, they're, you know, just like you would set ground rules with any child. Like we clear our plates after dinner. We shut the lights out. We have time where mom and dad are alone in the house. Like assuming that her actually moving out or them living apart is not financially feasible right now. Yeah. Um, I still think there are, there are ways, right? I mean, like, dorm roommates tie a sock on the door to tell each other to get lost right because right. somebody has a, a significant other yeah. or at least for the night <laughs> right yeah no I know that's I think I think that's towards the right track I, I, I think I agree with that but so one question 
So this, I'm going to guess this is a man that wrote this. And I'm never going to assume just because it says wife that it's a man. Well, right. It could be a woman who wrote it, right? Of course. But if, let's say I'm going to take a leap. Or somebody who's non-binary. Yeah. Right. Right. But I'm going to go percentage-wise mm -hmm. and go man. Okay. <laughs> and and would a woman would would if it's a, a a would a would a mom with a dad would a mom write this letter, or is this more likely that a man would write this letter? No, I think that I think a woman would write that letter too. Yeah. I mean, I I think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I Got agree. It. I agree. And I think writing a letter to I always wonder about like this is a big problem mm -hmm. I, and. It, I mean, to this person, obviously, mm -hmm. but then you, you write dear, you write Abby. I'm like, as much as it right. great, gives us fodder for this podcast, which right. I appreciate. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, go talk to your two, the two women you live with right. guy. Right. <laughs> like, talk right. it out. Right. That's always the answer. No, just right. talk. There are no friends with adult children who moved back home who you yeah, can right. like, Hey, you. what do you do yeah. to get a little privacy in your life? Exactly. Yeah, or get all right. Get the friends, get all adults in one apartment, the kids in the other apartment. <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm like, <laughs> maybe. Now, does it say they live in an apartment? It doesn't. It I mean, doesn't. I was guessing because they're saying it has, it's East Coast, right? Where does he well, live? Uh, it just says the east. Just says the east. No, but I was just thinking, like, how hard is it to if you have like a house? It's a little easier to get away. Right. A little bit. Our house mm -hmm. isn't big at all either. And so but you could you could go and watch a movie in your bedroom yes. and shut the door and your kids would not be watching with you anymore. Right. right? You could and kids probably don't comment if we're hugging or holding hands or something. That no, is a that might point to that That's the end piece here. where he yeah. or she says that they've gotten closer since yeah. the kid moved out, right? So the kid's been out, let's say three years. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're more physical than they used to be. And she grew up not being used to that, which is Indeed. a little bit of a shame. Right. I think it's important to see physical intimacy yeah. right. in other humans, but. You want to hear what Abby said? Yeah. And it's, I, I think she, I think we've covered the ground pretty mm -hmm. good, but Abby says, dear frustrated in the East, this is your home and your daughter needs to accommodate you rather than the other way around. What you must do is have an adult conversation with your homebody daughter mm -hmm. and explain that you and her mother need time alone. Establish a date night so she knows when to disappear. Well, there you go, the sock, sock. <laughs> sock at the front door. AKA the sock technique. <laughs> right. I'm assuming right. that she has a job and friends. See, there you go. If that's right. the case, yeah, you're like, both right. We're both right. <laughs> <laughs> this is so great. Right. If that's the case, she should be accumulating enough money to live apart from you. If you are not only sheltering her, but also supporting her, you will need to create a plan so your daughter can become independent. It may mean contributing to her rent for an agreed upon period of time if necessary. So be prepared. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. I thought that I, was I, it's, that's reasonable. It's yeah, good. Yeah, right. It's totally reasonable. I yeah. thought that was a reasonably juicy dear. Yeah, that's good. It's okay. good. So before we get to an article, um, I think uh, Amanda, I'd like to ask you a celebrity <laughs> or or famous person age. And actually, I'm really bad. I always play along with you guys, and I'm really bad at this, but I'll do my best. So are you in my category where you're like, I don't even know who that is? I have no idea who anybody is. Yes. <laughs> so this will be good. Really, Mel, that, Mel maybe will jump in and help me out. Right. That can hurt in this game if you have no idea who it is. Exactly. My kids are always like so-and-so, and I'm like, who? Right. But I have a feeling 
Well, I'll ask you both this, but we'll okay. let Amanda go first. And okay. then I, I kind of have two of them. All okay. right. And, and maybe this is, I, you'll, you'll both know who this is. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. How old, Amanda, is former singer of Journey, Steve Perry? Oh, I know who Steve Perry is. That's yeah, Okay. Yeah. I could even name some of his songs with and without yeah. Journey. So we're on a good track. How old is he? Yeah. Oh, boy. Good singer. Yeah. I'm... 49. He is 61. Oh, that was a good guess. 61. Mel? I'm going to say 64. 64. Is that us? Sorry. Our dogs are going crazy. <laughs> our dogs can, I, are can, we, can we pause for me to get it? I'm so yeah, sorry. I'm going right now. Okay, we are resumed and you're back from a dinner order, uh, getting to your house, the doorbell ringing and making our dogs Go in Houston <laughs> from thousands of miles away bark at the doorbell. Right. So that's good. I love it. Um, okay, and Mel, I'm sorry, you said 64? I said 64. And you said 61. And I said 61. Um, Drum roll, please. I'm just gonna say that, uh, you said 64? Yeah. You're closer, mm -hmm. but you guys were in a, just the wrong first number even. Oh. Whoa, he's in yeah. the 70s? Let's do a second round of guesses. It's It starts with a different number that's higher. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for that clue, Neil. So I'm going to say 70 flat because I have a hard time imagining he's so much older than that. Well, better. actually, wait, that's really... Is that only 21 years older than I am? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Very old. <laughs> Very quickly. Wow. 72. 72 is... It is. So, wow. So he's 72? Yeah. Did you guys ever see Journey in concert back back in the day? No. I did not. I did. I, I don't think so. At, I had their albums though. At Brendan Byrne Arena, which mm -hmm. is now called in the Meadowlands, which is not what is not called that anymore. But it was really the first concert. I must have been like 12, and I was dropped off with a friend. And uh I remember I didn't know this is how little I knew about how it all worked in that. They didn't play Don't Stop Believing. And then they're like, thank you, good night. And I'm like, they didn't play Don't Stop Believing. I can't believe it. They're not going to play that. <laughs> and, I, I, and, and, and I didn't know that they were going to come back. <laughs> oh, that's right. Of course, they were saving like, the Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> so, and then they came back and, and they're like, did we forget something? I'm like, yes. <laughs> I, you really did. All right, so oh, what was your so first cute. concert? What was your first concert? I. I want to say it, it was kind of that one in terms of a real concert. Yeah, yeah. And you, Amanda? Mine was Brian Adams. Oh. And I was 14 and a friend's mom, you would know this friend, Neil, a friend's mom drove us all into the city and I guess she hung out in the city and drove us back. But she had a hatchback sob and two of us went there and back laying down in the hatchback oh I remember like that. can you imagine today oh no like you would you would freak out if any of your kids moms thought that was okay without at, at all but at, certainly right. without asking right Wait, did there have to be lying in the hatchback or was there a no, seat there were there were four or five of us okay. oh god okay got it and so and the the car sat i guess five people and the mom was driving. So yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. And yeah, five of us. What was, what was yours? <laughs> first yeah, my first concert, I believe it was in sixth grade. I was like 10, 12 or whatever. Um, the Who. Oh. It was The wow. Who. It was supposed to be their final tour. They had a few final tours. They had a yeah. few, but I think this was the first final, <laughs> the first of final tours. Yes. In the Astrodome. Wow. So like 70,000 people. Mm -hmm. Wow. I went with my cousin, Scott. We were like best friends. And, uh, mom dropped us off yeah you how, know, how old i think we were like 11 or 12. maybe yeah. he was 12 i was 11. I no mean, phones we no just phone yeah nothing and yeah. and you know i just remember a guy you know everybody was smoking pot and yeah. the guy like you know do you want you want pot you want beer and i'm just like no and i'm like leaning back to like have them pass it on to somebody else i'm like yes dude i'm like 11 or 12 whatever i was but wow, that, that's I, a great I, it was a great I, I saw the who at some that was maybe my second concert mm -hmm. and my sister wendy took me um to see them in giant stadium and maybe it's yeah. the same farewell tour, I, don't I don't know but just to go to a no, concert, no I, I guess not because i was yeah no, way later. later it was another yeah. farewell tour okay <laughs> just, to see a, just to see a concert so young and just getting getting dropped off and yes with yeah seventy thousand people i mean how insane is that yeah but not a care you know here's a quarter call me when you're ready yeah <laughs> yeah yeah really call me when but, you're ready but i definitely remember lying down in cars um oh yeah that was pretty common we we, we would drive um to upstate new york to extended family on the holidays and my sisters are both older and they would be on a mattress in the back of the station wagon just because it was because they could just because it was like cool right it was more comfortable right the station wagon was a little roomier though yeah we had a yes. station wagon and we definitely my grandmother lived three hours away um in south south jersey and we, my parents used to actually on the way home from visiting her like set the back of the station wagon up for us to sleep in same kind of thing yeah, right and of course we all would have launched like torpedoes to the windshield <laughs> <laughs> Well, like we wore a seat belt and there were no car seats right all right the, maybe yeah. they were like put your feet this way just in case you launched to the windshield they maybe they were a little they were a little careful right. <laughs> um so all right all right very good good job i mean not really you guys were way off but but, but good job but good job talking about things all right so um so actually, Amanda, uh, not to put the pressure on, but did you want to try bring up one of your topics? Oh, sure. Although I also I love that article you sent about impulse buying. So we, we can do that after maybe yeah. if you want. Okay, good. Um, so uh, maybe I actually thought Mel might be interested in this article. Let me just pull it up. Sure. Um, it was in the Times this week and it was called The Mystery of the Painting Thieves Love. Oh. oh. And it's an artist I'm actually not familiar with, um, Franz Halls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's housed in a tiny Dutch museum. Yep. It's been stolen three times since 1988. Yeah, so so there's a couple of podcasts about stolen artwork that's uh -huh. so, I love it. One of them I think is in Boston, the, um, the Gardner Museum, I believe, where, um, it has been broken into and paintings have been stolen and they don't know who did it and they can't catch it. I think it's called Empty Frames. There's a couple of podcasts that have- Oh, oh about that's stolen, the name of the podcast. Yeah, stolen, yeah, about artwork 
So you, but you've stolen. heard of Franz Hall? Oh yeah, for sure. That's a famous Dutch artist. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yes. is this like a Van, like, Van Gogh esque yes, kind of person? Right. Like that, yes. that era? That era, yes, I think seventeenth century. I want to say. Yeah, I think yes, I yep. think you're right. Yeah. Um, and the the painting is called Two Laughing Boys with a Mug of Beer." Uh huh. Um, and so it most recently stolen in August and still hasn't been recovered. But what's interesting is they think the reason it keeps it keeps being stolen is because it's been stolen. Oh, like, so the thieves know it's not a fake, right? Because it's already been stolen and fetched ransom money or in whatever way been returned. Oh, so it's like been validated by it's thieves. Been validated, right. So the thieves are as worried about getting a fake as I guess a real buyer would be because yeah. then they've done all this work and risked all this, you know. Yeah, we're, we're, we're pulling it up here. I, I, I'm, we're looking at it. We're looking I'm at it. I have sent it to you, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, we see it so i mean the whole it's a very it's also the museum it's in is very interesting because it was this whole house with artwork that was bequeathed and had to be maintained by the family so yeah. the article is interesting for a lot of reasons but yeah. but the thing that's interesting at the bottom is sort of that they don't actually want to they're if they get asked for ransom they don't want to pay it because they're afraid then that encourages other thieves right. and on the other hand like how do you get your valuable painting back it's valued at 10 million um, but last time they only had to pay 250,000 to get it back but only for this tiny museum in on the in the outskirts of the Netherlands that mm -hmm. a lot of people probably outside of the Dutch probably don't get to right yeah um so this this is that Franz Hall, you heard about art history? Yeah, oh yeah, we see. I mean, he's one of the great okay. artists that we studied. Was he in the, sure. when we went to the Netherlands? Was is he like in those Van Gogh museums, or it's just like I guess only Van Gogh is in the Van Gogh museums? No, and there's other stuff, but um, yeah. yeah, I think he was. So that is know. interesting. So because they steal it and it's been stolen and stolen, the market value is known. So it's sort of like, hey, this is what this is worth. Right, and we and we believe it to be real as opposed to a right. copy. Whereas if you steal a, what was the artist that we uh, were mm. talking about? Cy Twombly. Oh, right. Uh, yes. So like if, if, if someone stole one of those and then came and said, hey, Neil, you want this? I'd be like, <laughs> no. did your three-year-old draw that? Or what? You are just. A crayon? <laughs> and they'd be like, no, it's a Cy Twombly. And, and you would pay. Yeah, I'd pay 10 bucks. All of her Bitcoin. <laughs> pay all of her Bitcoin for it. Right. Remember her password. I'll give you my Bitcoin password. And uh, <laughs> I have a hard drive in a landfill. Right. It's all you yours. Go, you find it. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that, so it's, it's interesting. It's so that, ballsy. I mean, for people to steal like these paintings, it's unbelievable. They, they, it it's, seems like it's too easy. Well, uh, that's what I was thinking. Like third time since 1988. Why aren't you buffing up your security? That's how it was with the beefing it up. Is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get some buff guys to beef up your security. Buff guys in front of the painting. Yes. Yeah. So I, I don't know. You think it'd be easy to just like have something around a painting, or just I don't know. I guess so. Although, although you know, when you go to an art museum, it's just there. It is just there. I mean, like, it's not like they can, they're not going to super glue it to the wall. How do 
you still a painting? You've got like <laughs> cameras no and, and and alarm systems, yeah, right? The docents walking around, the security guards. I just think it's around. in a way it happens, but it's so rare at a certain place. They probably just get so lax, and people case the joint. They go, yeah, they're they're not gonna they're not even gonna know what happened. Wow. Um, it kind of a it's weird how like uh things get affected like that. Um, just, uh, it's not even, it's sort of related. I read an article this week that there's some, there's some island that the Swiss or the Swedish go mm -hmm. to, and there's these special birds and it's like a bird colony. Mm -hmm. And I forget the type of bird, but they go there to like observe this bird colony. It's like a nature vacation mm -hmm. or what do you call it? Ecotourism. Mm -hmm. And so since COVID's going on, there's, there, there is a point to this tying back to this, I think. Um, since COVID's going on, scientists have suddenly seen, well, okay, let me take a step back. When they're doing the ecotourism in normal times, they're very careful not to disturb the birds. Right. The people have to stay away. They can't, because the eggs and the nests, and it's very, mm -hmm. and you don't want to scare the birds. They should, it's their place. And mm -hmm. they have this big colony. So you'd think when COVID's going on mm -hmm. and no one's going, the colony would just even prosper more, right? right? Scientists see that actually this population is going down, down, down ever since people aren't visiting. Are they depressed? And isn't that weird? Isn't that like on the surface go like, how, what? Yeah, right, the, exactly the opposite of what you'd expect. But so it, it's just, so what they realized was that since people aren't visiting, mm -hmm. they started like, why? Mm -hmm. They go, oh, now there's these hawks that come that oh. aren't scared off by the people oh. and they don't really, they don't really eat a lot of these birds or attack, but they just scare them. Aww. And so like the, the birds have abandoned their nests and they're just terrified of these hawks. And the we were actually a buffer. There's the word again, man. <laughs> we, were, we were a buffer to, we were, we were part of, we were an important part of their ecosystem there, interesting. which is kind of interesting because you always think all we yeah. do is ruin things. Of course. Yeah. Right. Now, so of course we ruin things for the hawks in that case, right. <laughs> but, but for the, yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is it's weird how like one thing affects another, how like a painting, like just how a painting becomes valuable just because it has been stolen. Like you just wouldn't, you, like you'd look at that painting of the two people. Right. You're like, why is that? Right. Why is stolen that three times? Right. And, right. and then it's like, oh, because it's been stolen before. Like you would never think of that. It like takes, it takes right. somebody like really thinking about it. That's my right. point, I guess. Like it's, like it's not a super famous well-known painting or like an iconic painting, like the Mona Lisa, or the sunflowers or you know it's right. just so what uh, happens mel maybe i don't know if you know uh, this or not what happens do do paintings like that get market. stolen just kind of end up in some black rich market. person's house yeah, yeah, just yeah. for them to just covet yes, and yeah. yeah it's in the black market black market and like underground auction houses i guess but usually usually the auction houses are aware and are keep an eye out for yeah them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, but so here's the, the sort of the cool thing that I think ties into that is you would think, well, now you got it back. Maybe you're going to hide it away so it doesn't get stolen again. Yeah. But both times that the halls was returned, the museum, I'm quoting, with yeah. respect for tradition and buoyant optimism, hung it again on the wall. Wow. The will of the collection has to remain intact and exhibited. You have to show beautiful paintings. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they're not to be hidden away. Right. That's true. Right. That's true. It's, right. For sure. You don't want the criminals, to, the art that thieves no. to win. Right. right. And then as far as beefing and buffing up their security, they decline to 
uh, outline what security improvements had been made between the last theft and this theft. Because of course they don't want to be like, oh, here's the blueprint. We right, 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 exactly. Right. So right. yeah, hired... they don't want to give away their password. No, <laughs> <laughs> their password. I hate stolen paintings. One, two, three. Right. Exactly. No, that's interesting. Exactly. interesting. That is interesting. Have you been to the Netherlands? Uh, I know you. I have. I've been twice. So. Um, I did like the post-college trip of Europe and then just a few years ago, I guess uh, 2016, um, a very dear friend of mine who is a wildlife ecology professor at San Diego State University was on sabbatical and living in Amsterdam oh, nice. um, for nine months. And so we went and took advantage of them having an apartment there. It was terrific. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah, yeah we've. Yeah. We were there once with with, with, with the a boys. five year old, seven year old, and nine year old. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. We we were, it was during it was during the recession of two thousand eight when wow. the economy was really bad around the globe, and I had I had to go to Rotterdam for a business trip during spring break. And I said, and, "You're and not so leave, was, you're not leaving me with three little so boys." I, so I was apologizing, very <laughs> no, apologetic. No. I had to go, but then when I looked at plane tickets, there it was like two hundred fifty dollars round trip mm -hmm. from Houston to Amsterdam, wow. and I'm like, "Well." Just come. I right. mean, just come. We'll, I mean, I'll, we'll have to somehow get me to my meeting. <laughs> but before that and after that, and then her mom came, her sister, sister came. And my nephew. Nephew came. So it was a party of eight. Right. Wow. So much fun. It was really fun. Really it fun. It was a great trip. And we just randomly, like, we had no plan except I had to be in Rotterdam on a certain day for a meeting. Yeah. That was so it. Other than, that, other than that, we just, like, just picked places just, to just go. around. It was really cool. Yeah, it was really fun. So great. Yeah. So great. Well, thanks, Amanda. That was, that was good. good. Thank um, you. I like that. So, so actually, why don't we wrap up with the thing you mentioned, the impulse buys. And actually, I could even share it. We could look at it together in a way. Okay. So let's share my screen and see if this uh, works. Well, let me just tell you, I went down the list and almost everything that they showed, I clicked save to my wish list on Amazon. <laughs> So, oh, I'm I'm so glad you said that, Mel, because one of the items is arriving tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Can you get by the way, Amanda? I can, I can. Okay, so so yes. first off, what is the item arriving tomorrow? So the item arriving tomorrow is the pillow that goes in between your knees. Yes, oh, right. That's on my wish list. Yeah. I, well, I, I'll tell you how good it is. Yes, let me um, that's oh, that's not that. No, the, that oh, this one. one. That's still on my wish list, though. That other one. Uh, so this is a memory foam orthopedic knee pillow for our listeners who can't see the screen. Yes. Um, if you're a side sleeper battling chronic pain, and as I think I told you guys, right, I herniated two discs last March and I couldn't walk for a month um, and I'm so much better now, um, but I still sleep on my side and I'm always stuffing pillows and they're squishing and this promises not to squish or lose its shape. Yep. Yes. It's, it's, I'm hopeful. Yes, yeah, side sleeping. Side, I like side sleeping. No, um, no, no, no. He does not side sleep. No, no. He can say that. He is a freight train. He sleeps on his back and his eyes with a pillow over his eyes and he snores like a freight train. There's no side sleeping. He does not side but, sleep. But it's later. It's, it's later. It's a later no. phase in the sleeping. No, 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 no. Later phase? You start on your side? I start on my back. Back. And then, and then, like at some point, I'm on my side, and then last stage is on my stomach. It's all all types of sleep happen. I have never <laughs> seen him on his stomach. Okay, well, you're, you're out. You're oh, out. I'm totally you're out. out. I'm totally passed out. <laughs> I but, but I could see like this being really useful. And 
also, um, yeah, side sleeping is tricky because sometimes I'm really uncomfortable, but sometimes you get that really sweet spot where you're like, wow, I'm so comfortable. It's like, it's hard to duplicate that every time. So I, yeah, I didn't sleep on my side at all until I was pregnant and they told me I had to be sleeping. Well, I was a stomach sleeper, which obviously once you're a certain, past a certain point pregnant, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really doesn't work anymore. So I became a side sleeper. And you, and, you, and you bought this thing. I, yeah, I'll let you know how it is. Oh. I didn't, I didn't buy the screaming goats. You didn't? Come no, yeah. I didn't. Although I could understand maybe the listeners would like to hear the description Absolutely. of that. Yeah, so, oh, so, that cat spoon also looked great. I know. So, so <laughs> just so we know what they're looking at. So from, from Buzzfeed, which is a very credible news organization, <laughs> um, Buzzfeed had 30 and they're probably like, they're probably make money from you buying this. So they probably get a piece, totally. which is fine. But basically it was 30 things like impulse buys that reviewers say are worth getting. And they're just, some of them are just kind of odd. Like a side sleeping pillow is not like crazy. <laughs> um, but the first item is a screaming goat. And it's basically like, um, you know, hitting a button that says like right. something. Nah. Yeah, yeah, that says something. <laughs> so like the screaming goat sits on a tree stump and shrieks whenever you touch it. Because sometimes world events just seem so overwhelming and you need an outlet for all your feelings like a screaming goat. I think, I think that needs to be like, it is $10. It is $9.95. It's not cheap. Yes. No, not right, right. Cheap screaming goat. I don't know. I know. Oh boy, our middle son loves Oh yes, I was like about that. to say, I'm yeah. going to get that for our middle he son. Likes, he likes yes. these kind of tchotchke noise-making yes. plasticky things. Yes. Yeah, we don't forget that for the, the, the cat, And then there's a cat spoon. It's just like a cat peering at, over the edge of your coffee cup or cappuccino. It's adorable. Really? It is. It is adorable. But, but I want a dog spoon, yeah. I would say. Yes, I would also, I would imagine with three dogs, you would want a dog spoon. Yes, a futon is yeah. not really. That was a weird impulse buy, I thought. Like either you need furniture or you don't. Right, right, right. I think you need a futon when you need a futon. Right. Right. This was actually an impulse purchase. Like how, how is that? No, right. I, yeah, that means you have room. That this means is not, <laughs> the guy that wrote to Dear Abby does not, impulse by a futon no um right. so i like the woodlawn creatures then there's uh, yeah there's woodlawn like woodland the, creature mm, uh sorry. potato woodland. chip clips and bag yeah. clips which are cute very cute they um, are cute but i'm cheap enough that it says it says that they're not great they're not the sturdiest clips <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, right. well, right. they're cute, but if they're not sturdy, do I really need that in my yeah, house? I'm more concerned about how fresh my sour cream and onion chip is than yes. how cute the clip is. I, I, I think I, I'm, I'm, I'm thumbs down on that. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and there's a side sleeping thing. Oh, this thing. Okay. So one of the things is dimming your lights with stickers. I, this is brilliant. I, I never even, I've, I never saw this anywhere. No, I think. Uh, that, really I mean, I end up doing it. I end up positioning a pillow or a. He a, puts anything and everything like on all like so we've got the DVR or the Dish Network or whatever it is like the little the alarm the, thing the, and the alarm thing. So he's got a shirt over the alarm thing. Oh. He's got like another shirt over the thing, and I'm like, if you would just close your eyes, you would go. <laughs> I'm like, close your Pense eyes. The pillow over his oh, they say that the I light, know, even when your what? eyes are closed. Your eyes. I, I find there's way too much light in our room um, from, every, you know, like this, my Fitbit is plugged in and yes. something's either flashing, telling me it's charging or it's already charged. Yeah. Um, my phone, I turn upside down, but I do think 
um there's just there are too many i i might buy these actually yeah, yeah no i think this is really an impulse after all this discussion but <laughs> well, you just have to remember you have them after a while as we get older and you're calling customer support and they're like is the light on you're like no the light's not on <laughs> that's a good point it's not on now. you can still see if the light's on though that's i think what was so appealing true that's true. Uh, okay, so this next thing, number eight, I actually have it. But, but they can't see it. Apparently. I know, oh. the detangling <laughs> hairbrush. Is it really good? Yes, it's really good. And so I know you can't tell, but my hair is super, super curly. I just slick it back a lot. But that brush is a great brush. Yes, and it's cheap. And it's, I have it in my gym bag. I have it well, in my school bag. So I, so I almost got this because my youngest daughter often has knots in her hair and is brush. asking for help um and it said it works on wet and dry hair and i thought oh maybe this is the answer but she has very very fine hair like i do mm -hmm. straight fine hair you think it would still work mel yeah i think so it's kind of the one that i have is the same shape and stuff and it's kind of a little bit i don't know if this one's a hard back or not but mine's real soft it's good yeah. I, I like it. It's worth the buy. I like the re I like the review. It's called a Lily England brush, and and the review says, "Listen, I don't know who Lily England is, but that woman is a godsend." <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good it's a good brush. All right, I will try it on that record. Okay, so let's let's talk about. Oh yeah, I want to talk, I, I want to talk I about want. two more things, and then I want to talk about the marshmallow, the bag of marshmallows. Okay. At the end. Okay. All right. So. What, what do you want? You pick one. Oh, and we're, def one. we're definitely picking, we're definitely buying the stuffed duck for the dogs. That is a, the cutest thing I've ever seen. And we actually have a Webkin's duck that looks like that, except uh -huh. for it's not for dogs. And so if they tear a Webkin, you know, all the beads go out. But this right. duck, yeah, a durable, a durable. We have not gotten durable stuffed animals in the house. They're destroyed. Oh, uh, I mean, this, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely getting this duck. What about you, Amanda? Any luck with particular long lasting dog toys? You know, uh, my dog is mostly Basset Hound and they are the laziest dogs <laughs> ever. So he's just not in into toys. Aww. Like he'll maybe play with a tug of rope for a little while. He's very sweet. Like if you're playing tug of rope, he seems ferociously into it. Mm -hmm. But if he senses he might be too close to your hand when he's biting the rope, he just stops. He's yeah. he's a very good boy, but lazy. I mean, right. So so toys last with with uh, your dog. Toys yeah. toys will last with your toys. Lazy. I stopped buying them because he's so disinterested. It's really strange. Okay. They're uninterested. Was there anything else on the list? Amanda, that particularly caught your fancy. Let's see, a lot, um, of, a lot of makeup. A oh, lot yeah. of makeup stuff, which I don't wear a lot of makeup. Um, Let's see. Oh, I couldn't tell what that thing was. This we have the Ollie sleep thing. That, that Wait, oh, the, the vitamins, the melatonin. Wait, which one up here? Yeah, yeah. Melatonin, the, the gummies. So this the is melatonin plus L-theanine. That helps oh. one of my kids sleep, but apparently it tastes disgusting. I should oh. warn people. And that's not a doctor recommendation. That's just a, it's over the counter, a mom recommendation. Right. But what was above it? This cat thing. I couldn't tell what this was. Uh, yeah, I don't an know. An interactive cat toy to entertain your furry coworker. So they don't make unexpected appearances on your video meeting. We can get, we need something for the dogs to not right. be constantly. Uh, I don't understand what's going on here. The, the cat is wire leaping. and cardboard thingy, it says. I have no right. idea. Only on. 250. Right. It's sad, right, I, bet exactly. it's, I bet it's really, it doesn't take much really for mm -hmm. a cat. cats, I think that's true. I All know. right, let's, let's wrap up to the item, which um, 
is the last item on the list is a bag of marshmallows for cereal. Oh, yeah. Let me just pull up the picture here. It's like the Lucky Charms. And I think I think this is pretty brilliant. So I have a, I've had a friend who ordered that. I I know people who've ordered that. And, and what what yeah. <laughs> look how happy this person. So was. these are the marshmallows Sugar. like that are in like Lucky Charms. Yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. yeah, definitely. I think so. What this made me think of is my 17 year old recently said to me that I had to buy Trix cereal. Now I don't buy sugary cereals usually. Um, and I, I said, why? And she said, cause tricks are for kids. It's not going to be that much longer. I have to have tricks while I'm still a kid. Oh my God. Wow. That's, Boy, that, awesome. that's an advertisement that's worked. Um, yeah, that's planning. <laughs> well, exactly. you, but haven't you seen, I know, so I'm the same. Like when I was living as a, in my childhood home, we got very like straightforward cereals, like maybe, you know, they weren't like sugary, they weren't on the surface sugary cereals, mm -hmm. like cornflakes. Right. Uh, Check maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And, right. and but never like special or something like that. No. Or, or cookie crisp, which mm -hmm. is like, you know, a bowl of cookies. But the thing is though, now, when you do read I when you do it. read these boxes and you look at like say something that's not the sugary cereal it sounds oh, like oh yeah like raisin bran has a ridiculous amount of yeah. sugar no yeah. and then you read cookie crisp it's like it's the same it just seems like it's the same stuff in a different shape <laughs> <laughs> it's just they're making it all the same it's all made out of the corn and they're just like shaping it into cookie things so in a way um I, we've actually gotten more sugary, sugary like labeled cereals like cinnamon toast crunch, which is like I love the cereal. Which is oh, like, that's my husband's favorite of all time. It's I heavenly love it. cereal. It's so yes. good. I just get like a little ramekin of it, and I just eat the cinnamon toast crunch. You drop yeah. so good. But um, these marshmallows that are in cereals are good. So good. I mean, there's they're something dehydrated I don't know, I, marshmallows. Yeah, they're just know. good. And I, I just feel like if this were the house, that I'd probably be eating a lot of marshmallows. And then she mentions putting it in her hot chocolate. I know that sounds delicious. No, that sounded good. Yeah. I think, so, need to get that. I think we'll go buy that and do a review. That sounds good. I can go for that. All right. Well, I think that's it. We're, we're, we probably are pushing an hour because it's so exciting talking to Amanda. We, we could talk uh, for, well, you'll, for days. I know. You'll have to trim it down. I could talk to you guys all day too. You're no, you need, to come, you need to come on more more often. This needs to be like- Yes. <laughs> well, week. you'll see what your accountable listeners think about that. Yes, right. yes. We expect a big uptick, a big right. uptick. Well, um, Amanda, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, oh, thank you for having me. I had so much fun. Yeah, and too. let's thank everyone for listening and i'm gonna stop sharing for a second and with that uh all right goodbye everybody all thank right. you see y'all later Bye. thanks Bye. for having me i'm forever blowing bubbles pretty bubbles in the air they fly so high nearly reach the sky then like my dreams they fade and die fortunes always <laughs> hiding out of everywhere i'm forever blowing bubbles pretty bubbles 